Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. My name is Chris Williams. I am joined tonight by Brent Bloom. Listen to this. That is the... Uh, that's the, uh, it, that's incoming, the Cody Road. Incoming storm drink of choice. <laughs> that's the... Uh, we're back to recording at night. Nine o'clock. <laughs> like the old days. There's a snowstorm. Like the old days. And uh, drinking me some Cody Road some- whiskey. Is there anything better than Cody Road whiskey when there's 10 inches of snow on the ground? I'll show you 10 inches. <laughs> we all were thinking it. Come on. Um, the answer is no. Got back from family Christmas and Clorinda. That's what happens on years with bowl games. Yep. Actually, this was early. We usually, it's like January like 15th when we get back there. Um, anyways, come back and it's just a dead on sprint to get all the snow stuff ready. And it's coming because it's been so warm. Yeah. Like I didn't yeah. even have my like patio furniture and stuff put away. Right. So I'm doing all that and yada, yada, yada. Late podcast tonight, but that means you guys get a little more uh, loosened up, Williams and Bloom. That's correct. Sipping back on the Cody Road like the old days. Uh, we are presented, as always, by our friends at MechDine, the MechDine Corporation. Always doing great things. Really for Iowa State, too. You walk around that football complex, and you see the MechDine stickers everywhere. Phenomenal work, and they are always looking to hire Iowa Staters. A bunch of Iowa Staters created this local company and it has turned into an absolute monster a worldwide behemoth is the MacDyne corporation and they're a vital part of what we do here at cyclone fanatic he is brent bloom we are in the wild rose casino studios let's hear some english before we get into tonight's show Bring in the horns. Bom, bom. I feel like English in this remix accentuated the horns for us. As he should. Listen to that. Star of the show. Uh, we got a lot of basketball. We have football transfers. A uh, couple transfers coming via the portal. A kicker. Bloom got us a kicker. <laughs> the bag man. Praise. Had to go down to Florida Atlantic for that one. Did you negotiate with Tom Herman? <laughs> the, Tom, you remember Siberia? Hey, Tom. Do you remember when he called it Siberia? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember Williams? He's got all that blackmail on you. <laughs> yeah, I love Herman. He's People hurt. can say whatever they want. I'm a. He was a hoot. Every. T- I, I don't see him very often, but even when he was the head coach at, at Texas, when I would see him, he would kiss he, me on the cheek. He was always friendly, <laughs> I think. Herman's deal. He always would kiss you on the That's, cheek if he liked you. Yeah, he must not like me because I never got that. Oh, I've gotten hundreds of kisses on the cheek from Tom Herman. God, the, do you realize, do you ever think about, and there's going to be people listening to this podcast that are like, shut up, mm-hmm. but about how old we actually are? Yeah. I was thinking about this yeah. with these with these Liberty Bulls how young we were at the first one. Yeah. And that was, but the, the, so somebody, somebody retweeted like a Royce white play mm. today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jesus, they wear really baggy. I know. Shorts. Uniforms have gotten really tight. <laughs> and then I look at Chris Allen, looking at like Chris Allen. Christopherson shorts Christopherson. are like down to his ankles. 
Who thought that like, was a good idea? God, we were we are old. The two thousands were a weird era for uniforms in basketball because it started with the Fab Five. Really, like ninety four, but to twenty fourteen, really weird. You know what they do now? Because I was at a high school game on Friday night. Uh, the the high school girls didn't really get into the long baggy as much. No. Some, but even like the boys now, high school boys. They want like as tight as they can, and then they roll it up on the front end, so like their quads are showing. It's really that, weird. Do you think that's uh like to impress? The, I don't know. They're like showing like their leg muscles off. Is that or, what's? But you know, like occasionally I'll run, and I'd rather have short shorts when you're running because then they get don't get in the way. I saw the uh, Lewis Central kid that signed the football prospect. Oh, did he play Clorinda? Yeah. Pretty big kid. He's a, he's a large his, individual. His thighs were bigger than Clarinda's point guard's torso. I'm going to guess Lewis Central won that game then. Uh, by about 50. <laughs> yeah. Usually a good sign. <laughs> by about 50. The Cardinals didn't have much of a chance in that one. It's kind of been downhill since Stansbury left, huh? <laughs> yeah. They haven't really recovered. <laughs> no, actually, they, they've had decent teams, I think. But they, no, they haven't. No, but. Anyway, I was down there watching my niece, and She's actually, player, I do have a couple she... of relatives on the boys' team that play too—a freshman and a sophomore. My 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 fellows down there, the Wagner boys. So there you go. Yeah, good, I, I love getting down. I love getting down back home. Um, There's I uh, I need to go watch some high school basketball. There is something enjoyable about it. Yeah, man, I went to that one. The uh, it was Bondurant and Harlan at mm. Substate last year at Waukee at the Fieldhouse, and that was incredible. Like, we, we had a blast. And, you know, Bondurant was the best team in the state. But, like, that atmosphere was just so much it's fun. It's really good. I really yeah, like I, prep basketball. Prep of, basketball, in my opinion, is better than prep football. How do you like that? I, I agree with that. Some of the my, games are better. My most enjoyable games I've done on radio and TV have been high school games. It's just hard to replicate that. You know, the smaller gyms, energy, those town rivalries. It's, uh, it's hard to recreate. Can I make the take, too, that the small towns are even more fun because they just hate each other so much more? Oh, it's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the, the small towns. I just love those. Despi- Speaking I, of that, we need to give our condolences to our friends at Perry and all that stuff. Absolutely. That got small town small Iowa town got a lot of attention this week for the wrong reason. But I also think we saw a lot of what we love about small town Iowa. Well, as well. and just there's some. Uh, Mike Martz, yeah, guy, well, the, the Cyclone Fanatic store is based in Perry. Has been a, yep. not only does Mike do an awesome job for Fanatic, and he's done a lot of great stuff for We Will. He, I think, does majority of the Perry High School he um, does. merchandise they and everything too. Pretty much so, do it all, I think. I mean, again, if if you're looking for a way to help out a good local business in Perry, yeah, even buying a Cyclone Fanatic shirt could be a, f- a nice way to help because Mike, I know Mike and his and his company are going to give back to well to keep that town. I mean, there's we were, so many good people in Perry. We were texting about it. We are working on doing something cool um, that will give all the pro all the profits. Cyclone Fanatic won't take anything, but it'll go to those families. Yeah. And they've got a lot of the good like GoFundMe stuff that yeah, are official. Sure. We I didn't realize that our neighbors were Perry people. Yep. And she she's kind of helping me navigate. We're gonna do a bunch of stuff, so there's yeah, there's keep your eyes peeled for that. I um, man, that's I was like, it's like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. You've got everybody's yeah. got a connection to Perry somewhere. I'm sure yeah. for a town of I really like that town. I've been there a couple times to see the see Marts once, and then 
Don't they have like an, there's like an opera house or there's something uh, like the that. The Hotel Patty. The Hotel, yeah. I, yeah. I, I did an event there yeah, one time like great. 10 years ago. I They brought me in and. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Neat, neat community. Uh, just really, yeah, really very, horrible. Very sober and an emotional week. No doubt about that. Just tragic and man. Uh, any, anyways, we'll, we'll get into what you guys came for. And I think we should lead. Let's lead with the basketball. Really interesting football stuff, though. Like I, yeah. I'm, we're gonna leave with basketball because it's more timely with yep. the Houston game coming up on Tuesday. Reminder: We will have Williamson on Wednesday at one thirty, where we will react in depth to that Houston that, game, which is game, Tuesday night. That game got a little bit more important. Not not that it wasn't important already. You have one of the top teams in the country coming to your house, but I, I would say it's you know it's not I, again. I, I saw a lot of oh that was a must win. It was not a must win. It, who as, called, who as called great, that a must win? Well, I saw some stuff on on the on first the game X of the machine. conference well, is a must win. Uh, as as the great Marv Levy said, the old Buffalo Bills head coach, World War II was a must win. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, but it, it does it elevates in importance just a little bit because. Can I give you an Eric you'd, Heft line? You'd hate to start zero two. Yeah, Eric Heft is he always would correct me when he would listen to my kicks and I was showing Ross and I would be like, Oh, it's a must win for the Hawkeyes or, and Eric would always say, well, what happens if you lose? (laughs) (laughs) What are you just going to quit playing? (laughs) You can hear half saying it. He's like, I don't like the term must win. Cause what happens if you lose? (laughs) And have to seen a lot of stuff in his day. Well, it's like, he's right. We called the Ohio game in football a must win. That's why I like hanging out with Walters and half. They've seen way worse. Everybody, Like they will just like sit there and let us talk, and they're like these these so what? fucking idiots. <laughs> like, have no idea. That's where I and get that's them. how we are now. Like when Connor Ferguson talks, because it's like this kid has no idea what he's talking about. Well, that's honestly there was a now because you just gain perspective. Yeah, there was absolutely there was there was an edge to social media on after the game. And during the game and on the message boards. God, but I didn't sense it. But I think I was just. Ignoring. Yeah, I, there was there was some. It wasn't as bad, but I I, I do think there's there's an age thing. Yeah. If you get you know if, if you get to a certain point, you're like, well, we've we've seen this before. It's a long season. I I, I saw a lot of that too, which I, was was good. I did. That's true. I did my post game, fifteen minutes on it. Actually, I spent about the same amount of time on the women because that was an incredible win. Six hundred for Fennelly. Shout out to him. Absolutely. The Fab Five continuing the role. Emily Ryan. So I have a new thing for her. She's she's Mariano Rivera. <laughs> Just bring her in. She close the game. All right, Em. We yeah, got ten good. minutes we to got, go. Closing it down. Don't turn it That's over. Good. Get to the free throw line. She's Mariano Rivera. I love that. I need to text Finley that because he's such a oh, baseball he will fan. Love that. Yeah, he'll think that's a great it, reference. Because there's a, there, now the three of those games now. It's like, all right, we're all str- right, struggling. Go to the bullpen. Bring her in. Bullpen. Emily we Ryan. Need, we need the. Hey, if you're listening, next, uh, home game coming up this week at Hilton. Get the uh, Major League's my favorite movie of all time. Really? You think it's better than Days of Thunder? Uh, not even close. Top Gun? When Rick Vaughn comes in and they do Pure wild country. thing. He's coming in. And there comes Emily Ryan. Yeah. But she's not but wild. But she's not. I know. It's like, like the, she's kind of the, opposite the irony of, of the thing. That was a great win. Got the 3-0. Uh, man, super excited for them. Addie Brown, I mean... I mean, what do you got to say about her? She's unbelievable. She's, she's first-team All-Big 12. Right? She is. She's insane. Do she's everything. like a double-double machine. She's consistent. She's efficient. And she's just, she's she, a leader already. We hit it on yeah. Wednesday, and I was watching that game. For what it's worth, the Williams back at the, back at the homestead, 
and Clorinda, the women's team get when they're playing at the same time, they, they get, the, get big the big screen? TV. They did. The women's team in the Williams house was on the big TV. Men were on the small TV the whole time. I thought, just personally, the, I thought the the women's game was a little bit more compelling yesterday. Maybe it's because Iowa State was you know was a little more back and forth. But so we'll we'll get to that here in a second because they got a big week, uh, two games at home. Man, they can love, get five and zero. Oh. Would love to to win both Jeez. those and look out. But for the men, yeah, I mean, not a must win. I thought that was a, it was a super interesting game, and it's it's somewhat indicative of what this season has been. And, and you go, well, what happened? Well, I, you know, you can look at the points. Go, well, you only scored sixty three points, and that's true. And you only make three threes, and you got to shoot the ball better. But Chris, I firmly believe you, you know you look you look at the raw data here. Iowa State lost that game on the other end of the floor. Yeah, uh, you you I mean you look at the. You look at the analytics, and Iowa State gives up 1.1 points per possession. That's entirely too many. And what what is the common denominator now when you look at the games Iowa State has lost? And it simply is teams that take care of the ball against Iowa State are going to get really good looks, and they're going to make them. And so Iowa State turns over Oklahoma last yesterday only 10 times. That is the second fewest in the Otzelberger era at Iowa State. No shit. They have lost every single time anybody's turned the ball over less than 11 times. Where did you get that stat? I just looked it up. There's only three seasons. Not hard to find. Good good pull. But it's that's it. So this team, and we've, we kind of talked about it all year long, it's not as good defensively yet. They're not. And and you they're can, not you gonna can nit, be. You could nitpick it a little bit, but in they're their not their tempo's too high to it, put, be well, that good defensively. Fair, but then you, you look at the you look at the non conference. I would say was still turning teams over when this but those defense, teams sucked. Correct when this when teams don't turn the ball over. I, there's gonna be there's gonna be open shots, and so Iowa State's got to figure out that the whole double team in the post thing works awesome if you're turning teams over, and Iowa State needs to do that because then that turns into offense on the other end. However, if you're not and it's not working, you're going to give up some open looks. Nope, give I give Oklahoma credit. They buried them. Three games. Four if you count VCU. Virginia Tech, Texas A&M, Oklahoma. What do they all have in common? It's given up so many three-point shots. And, okay, you led me right into my, my point here, C-Dub. Here are the turnovers in those three games, or those four, four games. Uh, Oklahoma has ten turnovers. Texas A&M had 13 turnovers. Virginia Tech had 14 turnovers. Those were three of the fewest turnover games against Iowa State all year. And this defense has to create turnovers. And again, if you're doing 14, 15, that's still pretty good. Uh, but all those teams got a little bit more comfortable looks because Iowa State wasn't turning the ball over. The second part of yesterday that didn't go well was you had some open looks. I mean, I, you know, Taman's not going to shoot that poorly really all all year long. He he had a couple. He had some open looks. The the looks were good, but then see, up Iowa State shot its fewest free throws of the year on the offensive end, and they got stuck. You know, again, credit to Mosier, who is an awesome coach, and that Oklahoma. The, the, if you're playing Iowa State right now, you have two jobs. Number one is don't foul, because you make you make players like Gilbert Jones, Lipsy beat you over the top with the three ball. You just you, you don't foul them because the, where Iowa State can really kill you is if they're going the free throw line nonstop, and they did that over and over and over again in the non-conference. You make Iowa State make jump shots, and Iowa State only shoots eleven free throws against Oklahoma by far 
a season low. And so that's where you got to get a little more aggressive, maybe going to the rim and trying to create some more fouls. But I just, I, I give Oklahoma credit. That was a, they, they looked the part. I thought they were well coached. They made Iowa State pay on both ends when they got out, and, and they controlled the tempo too. So that's the tip of the cap to a, a great, yeah. a, a great job by Oklahoma. I'm not discouraged with Iowa State. I thought Iowa State looked, looked well, fine. Okay. It's just Oklahoma out executed. You want my positive or my negative? Well, I'm the negative first. Uh, Gilbert over dribbled again. Well, and that's it. Yeah, this is the same thing that we saw in Orlando, and you're you're kind of hoping that the game had slowed down a little bit, and then there was more length and better defense, and he starts over dribbling again. Because his thing, where he's great at getting to the free throw line, he will he will be so aggressive. But what teams are going to do now is they're going to let him drive. They're bigger than him, and they're just going to wall up. So you're telling me turn the ball over. that the coaching is better in the Big 12 than the New Hampshire coach. <laughs> and they actually were pretty well coached, but yeah. yes. Better than uh, better than what uh, Prairie View was rolling out. That That's my, my big negative. The other one is Lipsy, and I only say this, he's, he's one of the best point guards in the country. Okay, we all agree there. When Keyshawn starts doing that, Lipsy tries to do too much. Yeah, I thought the guards try, again tried to do too much. They're over Lipsy's overcompensating for the other guys, like because Pavletsky didn't look like he belonged yesterday. I'm not worried about him; he's going to be fine. Uh, but he he looked like Jackson at the beginning of the year. Yeah, you you have to have a first game in the Big Twelve. Correct. And that was it. Yeah, absolutely. It's just and to, it's going to happen. And when you play that non-conference, yes. you had to expect this a little bit early, and that's why I thought they would lose to Oklahoma. Did lose to Oklahoma. Here's a positive. You want some positives? Yes, yes I do, because I have some too. So, if, what is the big loss in Omaha Balloon not being a contributor? Uh, rhetorical question, I'll just give you the answer. It's not having that backup four-man to yeah, go like in and throw a body at these guys. rebounding, right. Right? Yep. Demarion Watson. It's great. Yeah. Best. If that guy can that give you awesome. that, honestly, like if you would have asked me what's the biggest deficiency in Iowa State going into the year personnel-wise, I would have or into the Big 12, that Omaha 15-minute per game was going to be lacking. And it still might be. I don't know. But if Demarion Watson can give you that, and Hassan Ward. I say, uh, Ward was right there, too. So well, Ward goodness. is he the was, big he shining. He was great. And what about Robert Jones now? We're just expecting him to play like that, right? So, And he was so much better because Ward could come in and play 20 really strong minutes. So that is very encouraging to me. I, I agree. Those three guys specifically. I thought, you know, coming into the year, still a little worried about Iowa State's posts. I thought the Iowa State posts were fine. Yeah. They, they held their own. They it compete was, with anybody. Yep. And... uh no, that was great. War. I'm not saying they're better than anybody. They can compete with anybody. And that's why I wonder now, and I'm, I'm just thinking, I know if I'm if I'm TJ and Kyle Green, I don't throw out my entire defensive system. Not at all. Because it's worked for, for two and a half years. But Ward provides enough of a rim presence. Maybe you play a little bit more straight up in the post against some of those guys who aren't as offensively minded. I mean, the goal for Iowa State's defense is, is essentially to create chaos, which will lead to turnovers, which leads to runouts. The issue is, if teams like Oklahoma do not panic and they move the ball well, which they did, it's going to create open looks. It's just the nature of the offense. It's not it, – it, it, you, you can't have both. Like, it's hard to do both. So give them credit for doing what they do. Maybe Iowa State plays a little bit more straight up. Now, I will say that chaos works a lot better at home. 
Yes. Because it's noisy and it's well, loud. And credit to you, sir. You've been saying yeah, the big I, home court I, I, season for Iowa I, State. I, I still believe that. Uh, and and the, so my positive is, is Warden Watson for sure. But then also you get down 8-10 in the second half and – you know, young team. Iowa State came back, took the lead. That that showed me, okay, yeah, they're going to be all right. Absolutely. And, and, and what I'd say about now just, they melted down in the final they four, well, but they they did on defense. I mean, Milan gets some great looks, and he's that's who I wanted with the ball. I'm like, listen, if if I'm getting a shot, totally agree. If I'm getting a shot, I want that guy shooting the ball. He's not going to make them all the Completely time. Completely agree. That's basketball. Uh, but I, I can't. All right, Kirk Ferentz. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't kill the look. You can you you know you're never never gonna make everything, um, but you know the defense just got a little squirrely in the last last four minutes, and that's the concern with this team. I'm gonna give you a hot take: is they gotta lock in a little bit better on that end. Give you a hot take when we uh, after we thank a couple of our great but sponsors. I, I'm not I'm not panicked. No, I'm not panicked, I, but I am gonna give you a take here okay. that you may not like. All right, just be you just gotta keep it real. Terraplex Ag. Want to thank our friends at Terraplex Ag. We are, did you hear about this? I did. I think I know where you're going. Yeah, we are going to be at the Farm Progress Show. Look at us. Look at us. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm getting the date here. I want to make sure I have the date here. Uh, Yeah, the 31st of January, the Iowa Power Farming Show is what it is. Yes. The Iowa Power Farming Show. We are going to do a live, the Wednesday pod, Williamson Bloom, live from the Iowa Power Farming Show with our friends from Terraplex Ag. We will be at the Terraplex Ag booth from 2.30 until 3.30. And then we are going to go to the Terraplex Ag customer appreciation event at Buzzard Billy's right after Woo! that. And we're going to have some ice cold beers with all these great farmers that are using this phenomenal you, drone technology. Can you tweet at us if you're going to be at the... Uh, yeah, this is going to be great. Iowa, what's the Iowa Power the, Farming the Show? The Power Farming Show, uh, that will be... There's 100,000 attendees that go to this thing. Well, Brent, did you know we live in an agriculture Holy state? Smokes. I can't wait. It's going to be incredible. Speaking of agriculture, do my main man... Do I get to fly the drone while we're there? Or is that probably... I don't know. Is that frowned upon indoors? No, you could. It'd have to be a small one. Yeah, okay. right. Have you seen those big ass drones that they have? Yeah. That spray and stuff. It's incredible. Yeah. I, can't I got wait. to fly it at the football game. Remember that? Do I? I, I do. You took yeah. a picture of the bench. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> we zeroed in on that. <laughs> right thing. on the bench. Gee, many Christmas. Uh, Jeff Kelderman, Kelderman Manufacturing down there in Oskaloosa. They help farmers out all the time. Uh, they're constantly helping uh, with your rig. So. Stuff doesn't break. They, I was actually on the phone with Kelderman on Friday. Daddy's taking his truck down there to Oski. We're going to size that thing up for a new grill. It's coming. We are going to use the laser cutting at Kelderman to put the Cyclone Fanatic Tornado logo on the grill. How sick is that? Where does that run? I don't know. Okay. I mean, is it? Wait, I mean, that's a personal question no, you're asking I mean, me right I'm here in front of everybody. I'm trying to inform the audience. Like, it can't. I don't think that'll be that bad. Okay, yeah, don't, let, let me know. They don't build the grill. I have to buy the grill from one of those power truck You're shops. engrave the grill. Yeah, and then they'll do it for me, and I'll pay them like, to laser cut it. I don't okay. know. Well, yeah, uh, that's an honest question. Hey, how, hey Bloom, how much is your mortgage? Tell everybody. <laughs> it's, you can look it up on the Polk County Assessor <laughs> website. You can see the value, at least. 
I do uh, find that funny that you can just look up what anybody's home. It's insane. Price. Yeah, that, that seems like I can't afford to move out of this house. Interest rates are coming down though. No, I'm just telling you because I I moved here at the right time. You did. You did. You did. Jeez, yeah. it's incredible. It's a good deal, kids. Interest rates matter. Interest rate rates most certainly do matter. It's funny how you go from <laughs> when we would hang out at Welch Ave Station. We were talking about oh yeah, uh, Dirk beers, beers and NBA, and then now it's like, hey, how about, how about how about that market return this year? Hey, I don't know if Iowa State's defense is very good. I disagree with that. No, I still I, think I, it's I, time out. Time what, out. What's your what's Don't, your level? I'm saying like in Big Twelve play. Yeah. Over under. So wipe out the non con. Okay. And Ken Palm will let you do this yes, with the adjusted numbers. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. At the end of the Big Twelve season, where's I, Iowa State in defense? The over under on adjusted defense, I would put at. 40, 45? Would you take the over or the under? Right now they go into the Big 12 season like fifth, fifth. in adjusted defense. So that that's a stark difference. Again, Tuesday's going to tell us a lot because I firmly believe... I, I think Houston's got another thing coming on Tuesday. I think Iowa State at home is going to be... Well, and the, this is still... A whirlwind. I bet you money if Kelvin Sampson was having a... Cody Rowe bourbon with us right here. He does. He would probably tell us, yeah, I don't know if our guys are ready for these big 12 road games and like that. Cause it's just different. This is the, perfect, they're really good. This I'm is not, the perfect setup for Iowa state on Tuesday. I know they're good. Would you take the over under adjusted defense number at the end of the year? We'll put it at 40. That, or is that the right number? I, 35. I think, so. I think, yeah, I think you're on there. I know what you're 35 saying. 35 to 40. Here's what I'll say. I know Iowa State's non-conference was complete garbage. Garbage. <laughs> the track record for the last two and a half years was it carried over mostly from non-conference to conference. The numbers didn't change that much. Mm-hmm. Now, different this style. Year, I think it's a different style. Yeah, you're going to give up more because you're not going to play these grinders Correct. where you're just. Would you take thirty? I, I, yes, Man, I, I think, I'd take I mean, that in a heartbeat. I mean, even more than that, C-Dub, it's like, where are you in the conference? I mean, and the the, the problem is, there, the Big Twelve is loaded with some really good defensive teams, efficiency wise. I mean, Houston's number one. Like this game Tuesday is going to be a complete slugfest, and I am I'm super excited for it because I want to see Iowa State. You know, come to play. Like you, you need you better bring it. You got the home crowd. They will. This, this has the feeling pregame. This feels like Kansas last year. And Texas. Yeah. And you completely dominated both schools. It just in sucks that students aren't going to be there. It, it does. And it sucks there's going to be 10 inches of snow on the ground. Not yeah. great. I'll show you 10 inches. But I do think people will show. I'm always amazed when there's a snowstorm how 14,000 people, you know, school will be canceled two blocks away. We're all getting But to they Hilton. will find a way to get to Hilton. It's incredible. <laughs> it's like the sea's part, like your, your, like your Moses with the Red Sea. But, no, this is a big game. I mean, I wish it was 8 o'clock. I think that would help a little bit, 6 yeah. o'clocker. Because the, the snow warning ends at 6. Yeah, but I, I just think, I, I'm i with you. I believe Iowa State is set up to, it's a great spot. Houston's going to be favored. TJ's going to have them ready to go. Oh, I wouldn't want to play Iowa State I would not want to play Iowa State on Tuesday. I wouldn't. That's and where it's just like, I honestly, again, I was doing my family Christmas, and we had 
all kinds of stuff going on and people there. And by the way, Houston destroyed West Virginia. It wasn't even a game. One by, One by 35. Yeah. I just, I didn't really change my opinion at all on Saturday with Iowa State. I mean, listen, I I think probably 10 and 8 is top end for Iowa State in this league. We talked about yeah, this. I, if you I, want to yep. go back and listen to our yep. Wednesday show, I we kind of. I think 10 and 8 is very possible. Yeah, I do too. That's my point. I left that game going, yeah. I mean, I, I can find these things that I really like, which was Watson and Ward, and that may because yep. Lipsy ain't going one of ten very often, you know. And I, Momchilovich is the interesting guy on the team, in my opinion, because you you nailed it. That's the guy I want with those open yeah, looks. Yeah, he's wide open. Missed him, whatever. whatever. That, that's basketball. You, you let him. He, he had made a couple. I before. would like to know the analytics of how many points he gave up. Yeah, yeah. No, that's. I felt like Porter Mosier was going right at him. Getting him lost in screens, doing all that stuff, and that's and that's where a team like Houston can bury you too. Yeah. So they they will. And they're better than them. They are. They're yeah. better than Oklahoma. I, and this is why, Chris, I think it's a great it's a great uh, litmus test here. Oak or uh, Houston, one of the best teams in the country at not turning the ball over. Their guards are really good. Shed and Cryer are really good. Yeah, so can nasty. you can you speed them up? Because the other thing, they are just junkyard dogs. Well, and they. Do you see their pace, their tempo? No. 325. Jesus. They're going to slow the game down. They're going to try and bully you. This is a, <sighs> this, again, this is what I would say. This is a man's game. Like, this, do you want to play or not? Do you want to play in the Big 12? Like, this is for both teams. Houston, um, it's your first real Big 12 test. Iowa State, you've got a top three team coming to your building. Have some pride, and let's roll it out there. Let me ask you this. This game will tell us a lot. The, Oklahoma will be a top 10 team in the country after this weekend. I don't think they are, but I do think they're top 20. Okay. Yeah. Would you rat I can give you don't coaching doesn't matter, okay? Yep. Yep. You can have Oklahoma's roster from now until the end of the season or Iowa State's. Who do you take? Iowa State's. That's what I thought. Yeah. Again, that's what I would too. Oklahoma solid pro. I would too. It's very solid. I think Iowa State's upside is still higher. I told you I thought BYU was a fraud. Hey, they look like it. Man, they, they look BYU, like BYU, and, and hopefully this doesn't happen with Iowa State, but very similar non-conference to Iowa State's where they just beat the crap out of these bad teams and just net-wise. They, they look slow yesterday. Dude, they, they could be like five wins, six wins in the Big 12. I would... So, they dropped that at home. That's supposed yeah, to be their deal. And they had, a and that was a men-women doubleheader. And they had a guy make nine threes in the game. And yeah. they still lost by ten. Yeah, yeah, selling BYU for sure. Houston, I would. We know Houston has a track. Oklahoma is a meme stock right now. It's hot. I'd sell them. Yeah, where I was impressed with them is they just super efficient. You know, they they look like a team. Where you go. They this do, is Zoom during COVID. <laughs> they don't have. I mean, they don't have a natural NBA guy, but they all play really well together. I was, again, very much surprised with how well those they all fit together. Their bigs were good enough. I thought their guards made some plays. And, you know, the McCollum kid. But he, you're right. Their, their upside is not as, as high as Iowa State. Iowa State's believe that. just, they're coming off of, like, the the guards. Not really Lipsy, but just the screens and, like, I don't know. Like, I I know it can be coached. It's going to slow down. It's, it, it has it, it to. It is going to slow down. Yeah, like, and again, I, I hammered this on my reaction podcast, and I'm trying to not 
when you play that non-con, you have to expect a little bit of this. And the problem is that, like, oh, well, they beat Iowa. Iowa sucks. Like, they're not very – and they don't defend. Well, Iowa's not a good gauge on handling yeah. pressure. They don't defend at all. So that game really means nothing to me other than it's a big win in the yes, rivalry. I agree. But, like, you really have to go back to Orlando to see Iowa State play anybody and with I, a pulse. In, in my humble opinion, Iowa State looked better, looked more – cohesive now than they did in Orlando. Totally agree with you. So that's why they have made progress. I was like, I sure I wanted them to win, but I was fairly optimistic coming out of that one. And I also think like you look at the score, that game was closer than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the one, I was, it's ahead with three minutes left. I wish, I wish like soccer and hockey has, you'd have like an expected goals type of thing. I thought Iowa State's quality of shot, was really good. Yeah. And that... What, that, make three threes overall? Yeah. That, to me, signals more than, honestly, if you make them or not, which is a weird thing to say. I did not get the same vibe against Virginia Tech, VCU, and A&M, where you look like you were scrambling for everything, or it was Keyshawn and Taman just driving to the basket recklessly and trying to throw something up. I thought Iowa State looked under control offensively, uh, didn't panic. It's just the ball wasn't going in. That's going to happen. So... Tuesday Tuesday's a big game. I'm not shying away from it. Uh one and one and you're you're just fine. Oh and two. Tim Floyd standings. The season's not over, but you know, you this is a big it's getting Houston in your the, house. Let's the, go. The thing is they need good wins. Yeah, and this would be a great win. They really don't have a good win. They, I mean, Iowa's an okay no, win. No, that but, that's a fact. Yeah. What is and, is Iowa even they're like a quad two probably. That went at home. home. Yeah. So, I don't know if Iowa State has a quad win, one win yet. They and don't. You're, you're They're 0-3 chance- against quad one. You're going to have chances to get it. But, I mean, Houston's one of those, one, number one in Ken Palm, undefeated, longest longest winning streak in the nation. This Only would, like, lead off Sports Center type. It one. would. Yeah. There are so many positives that can come from this. But I don't I don't think it's a situation, C-Dub. And this is this is why I, 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 I love the spot for Iowa State. I don't think there's a panic of, oh, my gosh, what if no. we don't win? I don't it's more of a... Either. Okay, now we know what it takes. Give us another chance. And I, I think Iowa State's going to be on a day game. Houston likely projected as about a five-point favorite, four-point favorite. Yeah, yep. And honestly, keep an eye on it. I wonder when they'll get into town because the snow's supposed to start. I wonder if they're there. I bet they leave earlier than normal. Tomorrow? Yeah, I bet they leave around 10 or 11 tomorrow. And get into town because the snow's supposed to start like around four. Or five. They have to fly into Des Moines, even. Yeah, I mean, there's the, the game will happen though, and, and I know Iowa State fans will get there. All right, there you go. Uh, your men's basketball yeah, report. I, long story short, I'm not. I my opinion hasn't changed based on Saturday. You, I was like, go listen to my post game. Did you listen to it? Mm-mm. I was like really up on everything, and then you come in and just bring me down. I'm not down. I'm just saying you got to turn teams over if you want to play that way. Can't give up 1.1 points per possession. Expect to win games. I agree. I just, I think we all need to come to the reality that this isn't a top 10 defensive team. It's not. But I think a lot of fans are still expecting it, and they're not. I'm telling you, this team will not finish there. Well, that's what I say. I, I, I promise you guys. The, the other odd part about this team that we got to kind of reacclimate ourselves yes. is Iowa State wants to speed it up. Now. Yes, you don't want to get you don't want to get in a half court slugfest with these these teams anymore. But this is again the hard part of it's such a 
the bad non-con because like we really haven't had an intelligent basketball conversation in a while. Well, and then the other part, which which was was pretty striking, the last four minutes, Iowa State was not in was when only one close game, maybe two. Yeah, you know the VCU game and and A and M. The only time all non-conference they were in a game with the last five minutes. It's a different. It's a different feeling. You get a little tight. That was a glass of cold water dumped on you. They responded well. Come back, take the lead. Didn't go your way the yep. last four minutes. Let's see what they got I, on Tuesday. I'm, I totally agree. I think I, man Ward, good for him. What about that guy? That missed free throw dunk oh, was was a great play. That was like an all time yeah. Iowa State play. Hey, it won't quick, get the love, but man, I, that was a big time play. My guy Trey King, he's got to play better too, and I don't think he's going to play a worse game. He, so, he was just not really a factor. King, Lipsy, Gilbert combined for thirteen. Yeah, you ain't winning on the road like that, folks. You're just not. That's it. Those are arguably your, you know, three or four best no, players. Totally agree. You're not winning on the road like that. Nope, you got to get more from Trey. And the, the games he has not played well, Iowa State has lost them all. Shout out to our friends at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Dean Spalding. I'd love to pick Dean Spalding's brain. We always have debates about Bitcoin. Oh, look, what's back up in the mid-40s, coach? Didn't it drop today a little bit? Uh, I don't know. I don't Bloom, I don't keep track day to day like you. I'm a I'm a long term holder. Uh, no, Dean Spalding, you used to work for him. One of the single smartest human beings I've ever met. He's a proud member of the Cyclone Fanatics Size House of Trivia team. Didn't go much. Didn't go very far last year. He was year. embarrassed with uh, yeah. having us on his team. Yeah, no, but they didn't do enough like stock market questions and stuff like that. But nonetheless, uh, we we're big fans of the Ivy College yes. business at Iowa State. Awesome leader. Awesome guy. They put out a deal. Brock Purdy's a graduate. He right? is. Yeah. Well, he he. Well, he no, went there. He he did. So Brock. They put out a deal about it, and I retweeted it. Brock started. And so did Tyrese. Brock and Tyrese did a class together. Oh, that's where that's yeah. what it was. Okay. So Brock and Tyrese both started. Yeah. Business, and I think I know Brock moved to communications, but anyway, they both took, as the story goes, Professor Clem, who's a rock star, her her accounting class. And uh, that's where they met. Thanks to the Ivy College of Business, Brock Purdy and Tyrese Halliburton are friends. Uh, a, a good businessman is Colin Newell. Brock Purdy used to touch his rear end all the time. I believe Colin's an Ivy grad. He is, and he's also saving me $1,000 this year on all my insurance. $1,000. He saved Bloom 600 What did I go wrong? I just don't understand. Well, the cool thing is I have Iowa State fans from all over the country telling me that they are switching to Colin Newell. Yeah, my uh, Farm Bureau Financial Services. My gal Brenda emailed both of us that she just signed up with Colin Newell. So, yes. Very point is, what are you doing? Why are you pissing your money away? You can save $1,000. That's like a vacation for some people, depending on where you want to go. give it to the We Will Collective. You're always working. The thing is, when you when you do it with Colin, he's going to give to the. He's we going Will to give to the We Will Collective, so that's a good good Chris, deal. Out all here. I know is Hassan Ward, Trey King, and Robert Jones are graduates. This is funny. I said this is the God's honest truth. I said to Colin, we're having a little shindig at the uh, Cyclone Fanatic event down in Memphis, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, could you get Farm Bureau to do a bigger sponsorship with us, like a like. Because I go, we were talking about how much this is working. And Colin looks at me deadpan and goes, yeah, but I want to make sure they're all still coming to me, though. 
Because <laughs> he's like, it. honestly, like, if I could draw up, like, the, one of the best promotions we've ever done, it's Colin Newell. Like, the guy, like, you guys are signing it, up with this guy like crazy. Of him. Yes, because he's so freaking good. He's a good, good. dude. And yeah. he's, a, he's got the Iowa State tie, and it all comes together yeah. perfectly. Yeah. But thank you for all of yes. you who have Please. switched over. And if you're not, Collins. if you haven't done it yet, why are you burning your money for? What a move. Colin, Colin's got He's saving his... me $1,000, and I'm getting way better coverage across the board. You never know when you're slide off the ditch. You need that coverage. I don't need those comments right when the snowstorm's coming. You just never know. He's Brent Bloom. My name is Chris Williams, the Iowa State women. I mean, I don't is know this... what else to say. Finley gets 600 we uh can you had a hot take earlier? Can I give you a hot take? Yeah, I'd love one. I think this has been the most enjoyable women's team since Bridget Carlton played. In that the best seasons to me are not necessarily the ones where you go the furthest. It's when you come out of nowhere and surprise so, people the most. A little bit like I like this year's football team. Yeah. That much. Or the 2017 football team still might be my favorite football team because they kind of went from zero to then they beat Oklahoma. 2005 is my favorite. It'll always hold a place in my heart. Yeah, but that was... All my friends were on that I know, but they... Not to... Jeez. They should have been 10 and 2. They should have been in the Holiday Bowl. But but even TJ's first team, C-Dub... That was a great, yeah, fun. What a, what a ride that was because, like, nobody thought that was going to happen. You guys remember Isaiah Brockington? Right. How good was that guy? Uh, whereas this, there, now there's expectations. It's not quite the same fun of, of unexpected success. But to have this success with a young team with Bill who just won a 600th game at Iowa, it's like this cool mix of youth with the players, with – the old dean of the Big 12 and Coach Fenley, and it looks like he's having just a blast just, out there. I, I did a deal. It was before last year's season with Bill, and I asked him, are you having more fun now than you have? And he unequivocally was. And I want to say that's even gone up a level I now. totally agree. They are loving life. And it feels like these players, let's all be honest and call a spade a spade here. Not everybody is meant to play for Bill Fenley. Nope. Okay. I do think that this group, I mean, they we give Campbell and TJ a lot of credit for recruiting the right types of, like, transfers. Uh, and I like they're not just here. taking anybody. Yep. I think they've gotten really smart at bringing in the players that they know are going to react well to Bill. Great point. They and, have- like, Addie Brown, to me, it's like, she ain't transferring. Well, she's just a... You know, like, she... She feels like she feels to me like Bramer does. Like he's an Iowa State guy. Like he just feels like an Iowa State guy yeah. to me. If he's he's old school. She's just a baller. You know, like she's like just Audie Crooks yeah. feels like a I cyclone icon already. Like I can see it. And then you've got Ariana Jackson, who's just been unbelievable. And then, jo- oh, yeah, uh, five threes yesterday. The, so and then little- Jones. I mean, we know that she's a clone. Yep. I just and then Jalen Bristow's a little more of a project, but she's a talent. She's giving good minutes and she's working her ass off. She hasn't gotten the results yet, but she will. That's the fun part is you get to know him a little bit in the summer, and you you hear rumors like, yeah, I mean, if we're really young, I don't know what's going to happen, but but if there's always a but if if it clicks. The, the upside's really good. Well, they're and 3-0 and already. It's, it's great. What do they have to get to win-wise to be in the tournament? 
I mean, I think you go ten and eight. Yeah, and you're in. So probably. you we're just on a countdown. Yeah. Magic number seven. seven. Let's go. But I, I mean, like the Ariana Jackson story is just awesome. So little, little, uh, little fun, fun story coming out. Tommy Birch, our, our buddy, is working on a story uh, about Ariana that'll run in the Register this week or next week. Keep a lookout. But I'll just give you a little preview. She used the money she got from the We Will Basketball Camps, which we've talked about on this podcast, yep. um, to basically fund a program through her old high school at Roosevelt. She used the We Will money, so the money she, that we paid her, to start a unified basketball program for underprivileged and oh, stuff at Roosevelt. So cool. And so the story's going to be about that. How She, and again, I don't want to ruin the story, but Ariana is using the money we paid her to buy season so tickets. So she's not out buying Nikes. No, she's bought she's... season tickets for kids <clears throat> are in the Roosevelt Youth Program that can't afford to go to Iowa State games. She bought season tickets. Like it's un- like she that the Jackson family is They're incredible. Is awesome. I met has, them in Kansas City last year. Great people. Has Jackson, former football player Kendall Jackson, uh, the Ariana's older brother, played at Iowa State as a linebacker. Yep. And now Ariana, she's starting to make shots. She's a Dude. huge impact player. She, Her future is unbelievable. Like I love. These are the types of stories that I'm glad Tommy's covering she, in the register. For what it's worth, she's a pro prospect. She uh, she's just cool. Like, like she's her, a, she's strong. Yeah, she's strong. I'm just she's saying. Like shot. I yeah. look at her and I'm like, holy and crap! She's, she's been in the weight room. And and I know you know there's other other local products that get a lot of attention in this state, but <laughs> I, I think Jackson Jackson. <laughs> you are shameless. No, I'm not saying you I, are. You have no shame. There, but she's she's from right down the road too. At some point. <laughs> Come on. No, she should. The other one should, too. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, just, I'm saying she's a great story. And thank you, Tommy, for covering the story. What about Drake? Who do they got? Let's get them some love. Everybody's the same. Socialism bloom here. Jeez. No, but I just think it's a fun group. I think it's a fun group. We got to come up with a better name than the Fab Five, though. That's taken. No, I, I know. They're incredible. They're they are I'm huge, telling you, they had, they had top billing at the Williams house. Huge week. I this was week. I was out. I was doing something with the my kids, and I come back in. Five o'clock starts. So it's my sister, and she has um, a girl that's a sophomore in high school okay. who's a stud basketball player. She has an eighth-grade girl who's a stud basketball player, an eighth-grade boy. They're twins. And I come out there, and my dad has always been a bigger women's fan. Like, yeah, always been a bigger women's basketball fan than he is. Loves but then TJ games. gets the job, and he's known TJ for like 15 years, so it makes it a little bit competitive. And I come out there, and the big screen is on the women's game, and that was going to be it, and there was going to be no debate about it. They had the sound, and I loved it. I was like, this is cool. What? I'm proud to be a I'm, Williams. So I did the – ESPN does the multi-view thing. Yeah. So I split it. Oh, how'd equal. that go? It was equal. It's good. It's good. I mean, we got to, I mean, your Mark, if you're listening, and we know he does listen. <laughs> He's a friend of the program. Quit doing oh, Iowa State well, games. It doesn't time. make any it sense. Why would you do doing? that? Stop it. Why would you split the fan bases up in the viewership? It Thank, doesn't make any sense. Thankfully, women play Wednesday night, Hilton Coliseum against a rank West Virginia team. Big game. Go out there, support them. But, the biggie, not that that one's not big. Saturday noon, Baylor, Oof. Hilton, Tanae Fritz, who Top doesn't 10. play for she Baylor, doesn't play. 
What is the deal there? So we got into this on Friday night. I mean, had a few beers Friday night after the after Clarendon just got steamrolled by Lewis Central. Sorry about that. Uh, it happens. Yeah. And old man and I, we like to just bullshit and you know catch up. And it's a double header on Saturday. So go to the men's game at five. Go to the women's game at noon. Men's game at five. Who do the men play? Oklahoma State. God, I got to get a sitter for that. Yeah. Wife has to work. Yeah, I'm going to both then. Yep. I'm spending all day at Hilton. It's going to be a great week. I'll be there. I'm going to be there all day. Okay. Uh, Anyways, back to the Mm -hmm. the point. Mm -hmm. We start talking about Danae Fritz, about how she doesn't even play for Baylor. She doesn't play. Which is crazy because she's really good. And I was... Huge fan of hers. Like, I love the way she... I was heartbroken when she transferred mm-hmm. because one of my favorite players. Really cool, too. Like, she's just a badass. So, we start talking about, like, guys and gals that have transferred. And we go to Donarski and, like, oh, she's having a really good year for North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're a good team. Yeah. And whatever. And we go to Xavier Foster. Oh, my gosh. Where's this... Okay, is he still at SMU? Yeah, he's still at SMU. He doesn't even play. He doesn't play. Doesn't play. What a, I mean, it, a bust. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, I feel like you can't call Omaha one because he's too young. No, they're you're yeah, yeah. fifteen games. But like, I that. mean, Foster at this oh, point, that's a bust. Yeah, okay. That's he. he he's averaging zero points he's and not five playing. rebounds. He's. I'm surprised he's even on the team. Yeah. Other than they can't get rid of him. Wow. No, but so real quick on. The, the Fritz thing is an interesting... Why doesn't she play? Are well, there people better than yeah, her? Exactly. And so this is... Uh, back to NIL. We've been talk, talking about for three years. Yeah. Money's one thing. Playing time is an entirely different endeavor. These kids want to play. You, I, Again, I don't know all of the details. Brent, we have to get it where these kids can't transfer four times. Well, I mean, that's... Honestly, it's a little bit up to the NCAA to make them employees that and is give gonna, them contracts. Yeah, no, but it's that's a bad. It's bad. It is bad. And it's, it's bad for everybody. And, and it's on our mind now. I don't think it's good for the young people either. People want to say player power, all that stuff. I'm all about them getting paid for T-shirts. What the stuff you do, I think, is great. I was just gushing, um, t- telling my family about. Uh, my daughter's relationship with Emily Ryan from your camp. Yeah. And just how... Mariano Rivera. <laughs> yeah, Mariano. Uh, Joaquin Soria. I'm trying to make a great closer. <laughs> yeah, walk in, there's a deep pull for like a year and John a half. John Smoltz. Does arm fell off. Mark Wollers. Uh, Trevor um, Hoffman. There you go. Lee Smith. I about said John Rocker, and I'm like, wait a minute. No, nope. no. Nope. Nope. Can't say that Can't say guy. that anymore. Can't say that guy. I was just going with Braves, guys. I... I was gushing about it, about how Cammy was the single worst player at this camp, could not hit the rim because she wasn't strong enough. And all these other girls were like singing like threes around her. <laughs> and Emily changed my daughter's life in, in, in an hour. Yep. And Cammy now like has this like girl to look up to, she this to watch woman her. to look right. up to. My daughter's a girl, but she's looking up to him and like, this is really good stuff. It's I don't think it is good for the brains of young people 
to have the option to quit every year. And yes. they're not all quitting. Sometimes mom gets cancer and you want to be – all that stuff happens. True. And I, I respect it. But, man, like, in life, bad things happen, you know, and stuff doesn't always go your way. And you're not always going to get along with the coach. To have the ability to just leave every year, I don't think is a positive for young people. I, I agree. Um, however, the NCAA has made their bed, and if you don't want to call them employees, which they don't, because that brings in a whole yeah. other... You know, the whole collusion thing. But other than, then you I can't, said it, not Bloom. But you can't... If, if, if that's the route you want to go, then... I get it. You can't claim that student-athletes are any different than other students, and, it, and, and, and they can go whenever you want. I can transfer to Northwest Missouri State and, so, you know, practice journalism... You could and not to, have to sit out and be a biology exactly. major for a year. And so, therefore, it is what it is. The they, We all agree this is not a great system we're in. Yeah, I, but, I've, I'm coming around on it, but I don't want the fans taxed. That's my no, thing. I, and I'm with you. I, and, again, at, and, and we're getting— But these collectives are doing good work in certain spots. They really they, are. I mean— At least it. on our end, we're trying. You are. But it's it, it. But back to the the playing time. Playing time will always matter. And yeah. what you're seeing, sorry, I, I went no, off on a tangent. What you're seeing now is even in the women's basketball game, you've got some schools who can pay way more. But the problem is, if you go if you go to a place, well, I mean, and you don't play, then what's the point? You so get Danae, paid. Danae Fritz went from being a WNBA prospect. I just looked her up. She's she's playing six minutes a game. It's actually it's really sad. Kind of sad. Do you remember her in Kansas City last yeah, year? It's great. And that's where that's so. Honestly, I don't think she wanted to leave either, but whatever. That's I, dirty laundry. I I don't think she even wanted to go. There, there is uh, the interesting part here is st- stories like Danae Fritz or on the football side, Aishim Young and Craig, Craig McDonald, McDonald and Tariq Milton and 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 and. Again, I'm proud of the work that our donors have done with We Will Collect to keep the Iowa State football program together. Going to be candid here. Those stories are almost as impactful because the current Iowa State guys say, "Oh my gosh, yeah, look what happened! Look to what Craig. happened to that guy!" Yeah, and now he's—I don't even know—he's at Minnesota I, now. I'll just—I'll just speak like Rocco. I'm guessing could have had a lot of options if he wanted to go I, somewhere. I mean, he's the Big Twelve freshman of the year. Yeah, at at a premium position. Look at what Will Howard just signed with Ohio State. Who's, who would you rather have, Rock or Will Howard? <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. But I would also make the point, Brock Purdy would not be Brock Purdy had he transferred to an SEC school after his freshman year. He would Interesting. not be. Interesting. He, because he would not be given time to develop. Because they would have just... They would have just kicked him to the curb. Off. Hmm. Yeah, I truly believe that. It's a that. two-way street. I truly believe that. That is a Abu Sama is another example. Great young prospect, right? Let's say Abu Sama plays for South Carolina. I'm just throwing it out there. Do you think they're gonna develop him or are they gonna go and just try and buy the the next great thing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh well man, that five star, he's leaving Ohio State because he doesn't want to play behind those three guys, but we can bring him in here now. That's the next market inefficiency. Look at so the number one quarterback last year. 
Malachi, uh, the, the, the kid from USC. Yeah, USC kid. Um, yeah, was it Malachi Nelson? Yep. Just transferred to Boise State. Boise State. Don't know for sure. Gonna guess not the same NIL situation anywhere near any of those big dogs in the former Pac-12. But what did he say when he when he signed? They're gonna develop me. They're gonna care about me. <laughs> There's something to that. I mean, you're gonna see a wave. Of and maybe it's this next class, or maybe it's the class of 26. I'm not sure. If NIL is still a thing, you're going to see these high school kids get wise wise up and say, "Hey, I want to go to a place where they're not going to replace me right away if I'm not good enough." And uh, you could almost see some of these the Iowa States of the world, the Boise States of the world, start to get in on some higher level prospects because they know you. You know, if you're not good enough as a freshman at USC, what is USC going to do? They're going to kick it to the curb. Yeah. Uh, but that won't happen at Iowa State. And so there's, there's, there is there is something there. Uh, the problem is it's, it, you can't guarantee it. And, and for now, um, you know, keeping the guys you have, the, the people you know, is, is still vital. So, yeah, it's just there's so many unanswered questions with this whole thing. All right. Uh, let's get to Iowa State football. As it was a big weekend in the portal I will pat ourselves on the back. Our premium board and Patreon subscribers have been aware of all this stuff. On the money. For days now. On the money. Uh, for We started reporting on this on like Monday, I think. But a bunch of additions starting first and foremost. Bloom gets the kicker. <laughs> Carter Davis uh, from Florida Atlantic. He is a preferred walk-on. And from what I understand and, and the reporting I've done is that it's super similar to the Contreras and Mevis. As far as we'll, we'll get the story, and I'm assuming Ferguson's working on this, but very similar is a guy who basically, I mean, has been a kickoff guy and yeah, just hasn't play. gotten his opportunity. He's behind another guy for the field goal job. Yeah, and, but the legs and there. He's, Cole's he's a Cole's kicking guy, um, very highly thought of, but just hasn't had the chance yet. So that's good. You yeah. get another. I mean, it, I don't know if he'll be the guy or not, but we. What did I say? I want warm blooded kickers. Like, just give me options. Put him in the competition. Give me options because uh, Gilbert's still there and Shackford. I mean, you got you got some guys that they they, they think could do the job. But yeah, and competition is always good. So the other guys who. Are, are coming as a Eastern Michigan running back named Jalen Jackson. Intriguing. Five foot like six, 168 pounds. He was an all Mac guy last week at Eastern Michigan. Um, really seems like, I don't even know if I call him change of pace, but like, so I'm in love with the Sama. I'm a Carson Hansen guy. So am I. If I could buy stock on one guy right now who most people probably aren't talking about, it'd be it'd be him and Benny Ndugoye. Those would be the two yes. guys who yes. good, would be good my calls. dudes. Good um, but this kid, and, Hansen uh, is... And Ike Ziago still. Yeah, still not down on him. Nope. But what what you get here in this Johnson, is, or Jackson, excuse yep. me, Jalen Jackson, is a total change of pace even to these guys. The old term scat back from back in the 90s. Really good receiver in that spot and I think listen you got to have more than two running backs going into a season now you get a guy who's played at a Mac level 
D1 guy. And produced, too. Yeah, and I don't know. I haven't asked anyone. You may know this. Feels like a kick return, punt yes, return type option. Exactly. And again, I think that's where you look at it. I mean, Jalen was really good this year. Um, the question is, do you want to risk Jalen as a punt returner and a kick returner? Because he, he may be, you know, Higgins is there too as a as the, your most valuable receiver. But Jackson can do it. Jackson has done it. I think Jackson had, what, a, a kick and a punt return for a touchdown this year. So this guy's the real deal. Uh, not a big guy, but he's one of those – one of those players that he's going to make a play or two next year that could change a game. And that's what you're looking The great thing for Iowa State, where they're at right now, is you don't need you know, a bona fide starter. You need a guy like Jalen Jackson, who knows his role coming in, is a good dude, by the way, and is just going to come in, find his role, and help out the program and be a team player. So, yeah, I think he could be in that kick return, pump return game. But he's also a guy that, you know, if Sama and, and Yeah, uh, I mean, somebody's going to get hurt somebody's at some point. And the guy ran for four yards of carry uh, for – he's done it. He's done it at a high level. Feels a little silas to me. But he watch the stuff. I mean, it's it's impressive. You watch okay. him. Like, I haven't watched it yet. The, 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 the athleticism, the wiggle is pretty impressive. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, a Deion Silas is great if he's your third back. You don't want him to be your first one. Yeah, right? And, and that's then, where I think this guy – you can just create spots – and and I know that they they had the conversation about Carson Hansen and wide receiver moving him to the Percy Harvin type stuff. Yep, and he this could guy do it. feels like he could be in that role as no well. No doubt, no doubt. I think you're going to see a lot of him moved around. Uh, but he's he's what I, would, I mean he's Jalen Knoll and running back insurance. It's both because honestly, C Dub, if, if Jalen goes down, you're you're down basically three different starting players, and that is not only a really good receiver but also your punt and kick returner. Where uh, this, where Jalen Jackson will come in and, and really help out. Um, last two years has had a kick return touchdown, so the guy can do it. Uh, one of the lead, nation's leaders in kickoff return yardage, and uh, he'll be a valuable piece. Plus, he came in; he wants to work. That's what that was his main thing. I want to work for a high level program, and um, I think Iowa State did well for him. And then they get Dylan Barrett, the um, big. Offensive lineman from Wisconsin. This one feels like a depth piece. I don't think Potentially. that... It will, yeah, we'll see. I mean, these guys are all coming in in January, so that's a big deal. Barrett has not played much at Wisconsin. He has not, but he can play center and guard. That's why I say depth yeah. piece. I mean, I, my point is, I don't expect him to beat out guys that are already there. Right. If he does, it's a bonus. Right. This feels like a two deep piece. And he could have two years too. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, he could have the COVID year as well. Oh, Smart that's great. Kid, all academic Big Ten. I mean, six five. What is what is Dylan? Six five. Huge. Three three twenty two. Yeah, he's a big dude. But I think you know you look at Iowa State this year, C Dub. Uh, it it's brought up a little bit with the with the with everyday fan, but Dalen Hayser was probably going to be a starter at yes. a guard. Yeah, and didn't play. So that's an upgrade next year. He's an upgrade. Um, Brendan Black got better, still a young guy. Yeah. Jim Boniface got better, still a young guy. So Wait, Hufford's do you back. realize? Do you ever think about if Iowa State just beats Ohio, they're eight and four? I mean, you know, it's, it's like a pretty simple thing to say, but you're right. Wait, think yeah. about that. Yeah, how different do we think about this whole group? But I, I the line, I'd even say that with Iowa. In the line, honestly, like. The line had its moments, the sour moment with the Memphis Bowl game, for sure. 
But this is this is where the portal can really help you of get a guy. He could come in. He could be a starter. Yeah, you hope maybe, so. You maybe, but but you give him a year to work. He's gonna come in here in the next couple weeks, start working with Clanton and crew, and you hope he gets better. And they are super high, by the way, on uh, a couple of the younger guys that came in as true freshmen this year. That will probably potentially start or push for starting position as well. We got a little pushback on last week's pod, and I, I don't understand it. Let me clarify my stance. When I was saying I think the best option for Iowa State football is to trust in your offensive line coach higher, and if you like these guys, continue to develop. Iowa State's line, I know it didn't show in the bowl game. It got considerably better from week one yeah. until week 12. And now you add guys like Barrett, you get Hastert back. Let me give you another name. Trevor Burr. Burr? True freshman. Okay. Has a chance to be really good. And again, I get it. The first thing I'm saying, oh, you know, he's offensive line. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hyping up the line. But, hey, <laughs> nobody's hyping up the line until we go to Dallas and Campbell starts doing it in July. <laughs> Actually, we're going to Vegas this year. I just want – can I be the first – you want to go to Vegas to the Big 12 Media Days with me? Yes. We need to cover it hard we're this gonna, year. We, Iowa State's going to be a... Could be a top half pro... I, we better we, be We there. may need to stay there for a whole week, bro. I mean, dang it. We better be... The people need us there. This your mark is going to ruin it. No, he's not. Who doesn't want to go to Vegas for the Media Days? You just said it. Oh, I want to go. Where are they going to stay? Where I, are they going to go? I don't know. If it's your mark, it'll be New York, New York, the hotel... Or the the new one, <laughs> new one just just opened the Fountain Blue. No, we're going to New York, New York. You know that. <laughs> if it's your mark, JC will just show up. Hey, what am I doing? He's going to be like, hey, John Starks is going to introduce. John Starks will be there. Matt Campbell. <laughs> we have got Charles John Oakley. S- Marv Albert just shows up. John Starks. We are going to play the Big Twelve basketball championship game at Rucker Park. And our fans are going to love it. Oh, it'll be the recreated Rucker Park Jeez. at New York, New York, and no, in Vegas. <laughs> I mean, we're we're going to add New York School of the Deaf to the Big 12 because we need the New York market. We have to have these New Yorkers care about the Big 12. All right, I'm sorry. Now I'm starting to piss people off. Do you think, what would TJ... Or- I like your mark. I want to... He's no, my guy. No, I sat I, with I, him during the game at the listen, Texas game. We sat by each we're other. About we're buddy. He Me- borrowed my pin. The Mexico game's coming up. Houston and Kansas. That's and this year? I think so, isn't Jesus. it? Jesus. Is that this year? What a debacle. I, that, I get it. They're, it's all about money. Is that this year? Hold on. Let me, give me a second here. I'm the Google machine. Um, This needs yeah. to be a deal like the NFL and the Jags. The Jacksonville has to play in Europe all the time, you know, because their fans suck. <laughs> like, it needs to be like, okay. Is that this year? You know. Sorry, TCU. Like, we know you're good, but your fans don't ever show up to games. So, Oklahoma State, we're giving your home games away to Mexico. (laughs) There better not ever be a Kansas or an Iowa State home game that is in Mexico City. Oklahoma State played Baylor. It was a really good game. I watched. It's sad. Why don't their fans care? I don't know. Oklahoma. Hey, real quick. Oklahoma. I don't know why they're late. Maybe there was a big traffic problem in Norman, but they showed up. Yeah, that, that was way better than I thought. Well, I didn't have the sound because we were watching the women's game. game. Yeah, but uh, that was actually fairly impressive. I tell you. I don't think, by the way, that game is not, I don't think it's this year in Mexico. It must be next year. 
Anywho. I was going to say, I felt like that yeah, was a quick turnaround there. Whatever. It was wrong again. I like Brett Yormark, people. Don't get me wrong. It's just the New York thing cracks me up because I just don't think any of our people actually care. I just don't. But, hey, we will care about The thing I hate about the Vegas deal. Do you think Matt, one, hold on. Do you think Matt Campbell's ever been to Vegas? <laughs> Matt Campbell would be the most boring friend to take to Vegas. <laughs> Well, we gotta <laughs> gotta be up at five. Pat Campbell goes to the like the subway off the strip, yeah. like subway sandwiches. Yeah, it's like, uh, hey Matt, you want to go on? Let's go to Binion's and play some blackjack. Nah, well, we gotta good. be in by eight. Yeah, I got I got Netflix to watch tonight. <laughs> He's like, I got a I got a new Ryan Holiday book I have to read. <laughs> yeah. Energy, bus. Matt, take a night off of reading. <laughs> Let's go get hammered. No, I gotta trust the process. Sub- hey. One of the staff members texted us, has Matt Campbell been to a casino? <laughs> you can't talk about these things now. No, okay. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Maybe. I stu- the point is, he doesn't strike me as a casino guy no, in general. Because he's too smart to spend his time at a casino. But like Hoiberg... On the Roach, on the yeah, he had a good time tour, on the tailgate tours. Play some blackjack. They strategically scheduled the the casino cities yeah. for the nights, so so Hoiberg could anyway. <laughs> McDermott did that all the Same time. McDermott, too. yeah. <laughs> oh God, good times. What was uh, Eustace was telling us stories about Bill Finley and him? Oh, and McCarney, yeah. Yeah, Eustachie blamed McCarney and Finley for him being an alcoholic. He said that, not us. <laughs> not our not words. Larry Eustachie said that, that on Cyclone Fanatic. He did. he did. I wasn't. That was kind of one of those ones you're on the Zoom, and you're like, how do I react to this? <laughs> I mean, it's funny. The man is, yeah. Oh, man. All right. All right. Big week. Hey, good it week at Hilton, week. though. Good week at Hilton. We yeah, had four... Dude. Four games. I didn't realize that we had a doubleheader on Saturday. Got, I got major daycare issues. Got, I got to figure out. Oh. Okay, friends, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then doubleheader Saturday. Fill it up. What else are you doing? Nothing. What are you? What else are you doing in the middle of January in Iowa? Snow blowing. Are you actually going to do your driveway? Are you going to make your wife do it or your neighbor? To be determined tomorrow. See if see if coach goes I mean, out and does it for you at, first. At, see, here's what you do, everybody. You wait. If you don't have to get your kids out, that's the... Wait and see if somebody else... Wait till like 9 in the morning. Yeah. If somebody else is like feeling froggy, hey, you're and they such do a, it for you. You have no shame. I will buy them a bottle of Cody Road if they do that. <laughs> you included. Well, I, I did it one year. You have year. done it for... You have... You, and that Multiple was a long times. walk. It was a long walk for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I do, though, is the... Megan and CJ right down the... I'll do the long... Do the, because I'm, I'm all about the kids. And the kids yeah. like to go sledding, you know, and they need a sidewalk to be able to walk down. So then I get all the way down to their house because they're my buddies, too. And I'm like, well, I may get, keep it going. I may as well just go and knock blooms out for them. But for you new homeowners, if you're not real keen on the snow blowing, wait a little longer. You might get an old person that's up anyway. They'll do it for you. The, yeah, that that's really just a terrible way to go about life. That's not. That then you thank them, and then they feel good about it because they did something nice. I used to for one summer because I was just so overwhelmed when I was doing radio, and I paid these young guys to do to mow. Yeah, and I'm I'm just too picky. I have paid people to s- snow blow my driveway before. I would do that for a fundraiser. I, yeah, I don't care about that. Like I would, I would be I would openly pay for that. Not, yeah. 
not a professional, but more of a chair. I don't need a professional. Just get the snow off get the, the snow damn driveway. Yeah. He's Brent Boyle. I'm Chris Williams. We're presented as always by Mac Dine. Have a great week. Stay safe out there. Cheers.